1: That's right. Donald Trump, former president, wins the social media game. Meta says you're welcome. And it's a Facebook return and back on Instagram as well. You would think, who cares? But it actually is a pretty big deal. Meanwhile, the gloves are off when it comes to documents and the current president. Are you shocked by that? Of course you're not. It's insane what's been happening with anything labeled classified it seems coming out of Washington, D.C. or other parts of the country, depending on where boxes were headed, prompting a couple former presidents to make sure through their people the American people know they do not have any classified documents. Hey everybody, just another day in paradise with me, Kate Delaney. Hope you your week is shaping up to be everything you wanted it to be. If not, we're on the other side of it, for goodness sake. We're getting closer and closer to the weekend. So it is crazy when it comes to what's been going on with classified documents. I think it's not necessarily shocking, but it's just another one of those eye rolls when you hear about Vice President Pence, and we heard about that at the beginning of the week, not knowing that he, too, after a search of his house by an attorney and other people, not him they had discovered documents. So it prompted the Clinton camp and Obama and the Bushes as well to make sure that we all know that they do not have classified documents. But I guess it's kind of a story of be careful what you announce because perhaps you don't realize that there was something that was labeled classified that somehow was left in your stuff and was Carded off. So when I say, you know, you look at now these investigations and it is true when I say the gloves are off because it's about overturning whatever you can find and then determining how it measures up against the other party because it is tit for tat. Okay, we'll give you this if you give us That. And there's nothing different in that scenario, I suppose, other than in the middle of it all, it is just crazy town when it comes to the basic premise of when something is labeled as classified, why, oh, why would it somehow be shoved in boxes and just carted off somewhere or left to be forgotten when it's supposed to be, I'll call it, turned in. It seems so simple, especially when you hear that those are documents that aren't being poured over again and again and again. Because, of course, what we worry about is somebody nefarious getting a hold of it for their own purposes and using whatever's inside of the documents to their own advantage. But it seems that that's not even what the case is, but try and tell that to the American people, well, that means me and you, that it's okay that there were some documents there because they're not as bad as what the other guy has. So there's now three current or former members of the executive branch who have been found to have documents with classified markings at their private homes. Mike Pence was just the latest in this merry-go-round. It makes it clear that it's the scale and intent of this is very uncharted, I guess, is the best way to say that. Because we don't know details about what sorts of documents were recovered from Biden and Pence, and we don't get a good sense of whatever that distinction would be and we do know that the National Archives and Records Administration was aware that a number of important documents hadn't been overturned to them so which is why they had contacted the former President Trump and ordered a number of months that it be received that they get the material they wanted. And then finally, they got 15 boxes of material back to Washington. Included in those boxes, intermixed with other records, were more than 180 documents with classified markings. And that's where a lot of this started. And, of course, the fact that you had the outrage from the Biden administration and then turning around to discover they had documents that were left behind themselves. And then, of course, Pence, who was asked about documents and said, he wouldn't have had any documents. And, of course, he did as well, just absolutely not knowing that he, he had them. So the numbers of documents have been different, of course, in every single case. But it is like a bad cartoon. Because for all three, politics is right in the middle of it. And you say, well, why? Because they are potential 2024 candidates. And they want to spin it to their advantage as much as they can. But how do you spin when you've been spun because of your own blunders? And I just wonder what it is you're thinking and what you will be thinking in 2024 should all three be on the major stage, which I think they will be. I don't see Biden going away. And I. Don't see Trump not at least being part of the primaries. And the same thing with Pence, unless somehow that changes in the next eight months, let's say. George Santos always gives to the funny papers as well. It seems he wooed investors for an alleged Ponzi scheme by saying, I felt like we were in fellows. Yes, he was at a lavish dinner party and he was inflating his credentials to pitch Harbor City Securities. And do you know what Harbor City Securities is? Probably not. But it is a place and it is um, a name to reckon with. It's a Florida-based investment firm where he worked. So... Back in November of 2020, he, it's interesting, that was in November, again, he was Christian Lopez, he was with Christian Lopez, who two years before was badly injured when a drunk driver smashed into his parked car near where he lived in Queens. His injuries required four surgeries. Lopez had been awarded $2 million in insurance money two months earlier. Mm, A fact that Lopez's attorney said she shared with Santos a longtime acquaintance. And so that's where the line, I felt like we were in Goodfellas, came from a mafia movie. They said to each other, hello, I see you're here uh, at this event in uh, bringing us all together in this fancy restaurant And apparently, there were things that he knew about people, like how much money they had in their pocket because of things that had happened to some of them. And he knew that they were there for the taking. So in other words, he was sort of like his own bag man, if that makes sense. Uh, We move on. Coming up this hour, your thoughts in the Mailbag Plus, a visit to the Man Cave.
2: are the ones you can trust, go to mypatriotsupply.com and secure their best-selling 3-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2000 calories per day. Save $200 on each 3-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your item shipped that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep. In unmarked boxes go to mypatriotsupply.com today time is running out to prepare for what's coming mypatriotsupply.com
0: if you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity this will be the most important message you'll hear this year here's why we now have a small number of solar generators back in stock these emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most
1: Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show, or listen to podcasts, or guests, or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog, yeah that's Guinness, he is the mascot. Go to Kate. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook, Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook, or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney, at Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to KateDelaneyRadio.com. in and out of uh, courtroom. So the charges dropped were against an Afghan soldier who was detained seeking asylum at the U S border with Mexico. What happened here? There was a big story that you might have forgotten about, but his name was Abdul wasi Safi called wasi. He served alongside us, special ops forces in Afghanistan. He was a special Forces soldier. He left the country after the U.S. withdrawal was complete. That was back in, of course, August 2021. He went to the U.S. on his own. And in September 2022, he was detained after he entered over the southern border from Mexico. And his case really drew the attention of a lot of veteran groups and and also lawmakers who pushed for the charges to be dropped And the Biden administration to take some sort of action and grant him the right to stay in the country while he was waiting a hearing on his uh, asylum claim, Safi had an immigration attorney, of course, who... Uh, said that he intended to seek asylum but was unfamiliar with the reporting requirements and didn't go to any kind of an established port of entry. He didn't understand that he needed to go to a port of entry to ask for asylum. Otherwise, the case would have been a lot different. Wasi's not from that area, not from the southern border. He's from Latin America, and he didn't know how to present himself for asylum. He thought... He needed to apply. That was that simple. You need to apply as soon as he found uh, Customs and Border Protection official type to give him documents, and that's what he did. So he was charged with failing to comply with reporting requirements, but his court records showed that the charges were dismissed by a Texas judge on Monday. Hallelujah. That's what Democratic... Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee said when the news was announced on Tuesday evening because he came across the Rio Grande with a group of uh, immigrants after being beaten in another country and desperate to find a way to reach the United States to see freedom. Unfortunately, his entry was at a non-port of entry, and he was held in detention in a facility ever since then. And certainly the right decisions, and I agree, were made here, as do many veterans who were pushing and that helped him a lot so that there was more attention on uh, this case, just not knowing. I mean, what a crazy journey to the U.S. There was a letter from the U.S. veterans groups, several of them, that said he traveled on foot or by bus through 10 countries. He survived after what He did helping the Americans. He survived torture, robbery, attempts on his life to seek this asylum in the United States from the threat on his life where he was expecting the opposite, just having no idea when he tried to get in to the United States. So, I mean, now it's all about just dotting a few Really good I's and T's. And the biggest challenge is working on the immigration status and uh, what he'll get after all of this crazy, crazy sacrifice. It just goes to show you how people can get lost in the system. He was very popular. He was very, very helpful. And he had no idea what he needed to do. So he got caught in the maelstrom of what it's like to try and have your voice be heard when it was almost completely completely snuffed out, which is a very, very scary thing because once again, there were so many people whose lives he helped many 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 American soldiers, and uh, luckily, they were made aware of that, and that made a very, very big difference. There were four people arrested in connection to the, one of the saddest stories, to this alleged rape of an LSU student who was then hit and killed by a, a car. So in Baton Rouge this week, four men in connection with that alleged rape of a 19-year-old student who was killed when the car hit her in a roadway that happened earlier in the month, the, the four turned themselves in. And three were booked into the parish prison on warrants. A 17-year-old was also booked into juvenile detention. The 17-year-old, of course, wasn't named. The others were named in affidavits and in this uh, case. So, and, and they all have different uh, public defenders. They say when all the evidence is known... At least one of the defense attorneys say, everybody will see this is not a crime, which is why I brought it up on this show. One of the attorneys for for actually two of the men charged in this say, absolutely not a rape. Listen, this is a tragedy of a different sort. Definitely not a crime. According to the affidavits, medical and toxicology reports issued by the East Baton Rouge Paris coroner's office, they found that um, injuries had been consistent with sexual assault, and the victim's blood alcohol content was nearly four times the legal limit to drive in Louisiana. So... Looking at the medical records, investigators looked at videos from businesses in the surrounding areas, and videos showed the young woman arriving at a bar at around 10 p.m. and leaving with the four men in the car at about 2 a.m. And it also shows in these affidavits, the video inside the bar shows uh, her dancing, with them and during the night and then stumbling and needing help to get back on her feet. So this will be a curious case to watch and one where the uh, woman is not alive after this, after being hit by the car. And you have the victims, one of them at least denying even having sex with a victim and, and then saying his friend was, though, and and now they're all asked for a swab of DNA, and it's all about the timing. And you had a judge that set bond for the three adult suspects, and then the seventeen-year-old, uh, of course, again in uh, juvie on bond as, as well. So uh, this young woman. What went to LSU and uh, there was a statement released by the LSU president who said Madison was a daughter, a granddaughter, a sister, a niece, a classmate, and a friend to many of you. By all accounts, she was an amazing young woman with limitless potential. She should not have been taken away from us in this way. What happened to her was evil and our legal system will parcel out justice. LSU is going to make an action plan to address underage drinking at establishments near campus and saying uh, also the president of LSU said we're going to work openly against any business that doesn't join us in efforts toward creating a safer environment for our students. Enough is absolutely enough. We'll see where this case ends up. Um, But again, very, very sad, lots of confusion over it, and an attorney saying that you'll see that this is much different than what is being portrayed. Um, Wow. Something that we've talked about and something that is on your minds is the prices of food. I just went shopping. And I always think when I go into the grocery store, and I know I'm going to talk about it on the air, because I know that you are looking at the same things I'm looking at. I, I look at how many items I have in the basket, and I think, do, I don't know, do we really need this? And when it's all said and done, and they're trying to give me this two-for-one thing, am <laughs> Am I really getting hooked into this? Is somehow, is this a con job? And then I just kind of shake my head every single time I look at the egg prices, which you all know by now have gone up 60% in a year. And you also know how some people are trying to cut the costs of buying eggs by getting chickens, by renting chickens, by... Figuring out other ways to somehow circumvent the big egg debate that many, many have over how many eggs do you really need to use in that recipe? That was the thought that Lee had. We're going to address that when we go to the mailbag.
5: USA News Update. Recent data analysis from Yelp shows the restaurant industry is making a comeback after the COVID 19 pandemic. The Yelp figures showed more than 53,000 restaurants opened just last year. That's an increase over both 2022 and 2019. One researcher with Yelp said for the first time there were more restaurant openings last year than before the pandemic hit, like fast growing creperies, pasta shops, and pop up restaurants. organizers of this year's lovers and friends festival in las vegas are announcing the entertainment lineup the headliners will include janet jackson backstreet boys and usher who will perform his entire confessions album at the show snoop dogg nas alicia keys and Ludacris will also be there the lovers and friends festival happens in las vegas on may 4th i'm ryan daniels usa news wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and
4: wellness from Sunny Bay. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product, a few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit ExtendoVite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Extend your life with
1: ExtendoVite.
3: The mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk
0: about the
1: mail for you all day, okay? Oh, yeah.
0: Let's stick in the mail then. in the mail bag. Let's do it. Yeah.
1: We didn't have to dig very far. Lee echoed the sentiments of many, and I have been talking a lot about eggs. I am eccentric <laughs> but bump. Seriously, I I like eggs. Eggs—they're uh, used to be inexpensive, delicious. There was many ways to make them and healthy for you. So uh, as a kid, I wasn't a big fan of the egg. I didn't. My mother would like make scrambled eggs and eggs over easy, and she would beg me to want to have eggs, and I didn't want to have eggs. It seemed like I had a lot of French toast or cereal or oatmeal or something else. But uh, as an adult, I really like eggs. And, of course, the cost would give you more than agita when you go shopping. And I've mentioned this many, many times. And Lee has mentioned it, too. He said, Kate, I laugh out loud when you talk about the chickens and that the you hear the occasional rooster way down the street at the end of the corner. That's what you get when you have a bunch of chickens running around the neighborhood. But obviously your neighbor's don't like the price of eggs and have done something to combat that, and I think more people are doing that very thing, and uh, my family's thinking about getting chickens. I thought that you would find that interesting, and if we do, I'll take some pictures, and you can share them with your audience, (laughs) and I will do that on my official facebook page because just like donald trump i do have a facebook page you can go kate delaney fan page and you will uh will find glimpses of what's happening in my life and funny things and the things that we're all thinking about on that page, by the way. So, if you send me pictures of your chickens, I will post them on that on that page to be to be sure. And then there's this one from Tommy, who listens to us in New Orleans, and Tommy says, "Ah, oh, Kate, those New Yorkers, how they were duped by Santos. As a lifelong Republican, I have to say." I think he is just so over the top that he has to be taken down because he doesn't do the Republican Party any favors by being the um, class clown of the newbies on the Hill. And remember, he still has a say, a vote in the collective, and I don't know that I like that, where he's gotten in by hook, crook, and everything else in between. So I think it would be wise to find someone better and have a special election, figure out a way to dethrone him, as it were. Yeah, um... You know every day I say this every day and it 's because it 's such a story that if you 're an investigative reporter especially and let 's say you 've been assigned to the hill this is this is the gift that keeps giving because you 're digging up things pretty easily, and that 's the embarrassing part I think for the Republican party in uh, Long Island in that district because they didn't have to dig very hard to be able to figure out that there were some things that just weren't right with what he was saying about who he was. But, um, you know, the thing is, in a 20... The latest thing is, in a 2020 podcast episode, George Santos, who's now a congressman, discussed a theory that convect... Convicted uh, sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, who died in 2019, could still be alive. He said while he believes that Epstein is dead, he wouldn't put it past the former uh, financier to still be alive. Santos also latched onto the popular conspiracy that Epstein did not hang himself in his Manhattan jail cell, but was actually murdered. He said that on an episode of the Rory Sauter show. He was uh, a guest on that, and he said... Uh, I wouldn't put it past me that he's still walking around us and we're all like, oh my gosh, the guy is still uh, alive. The story is just so skewed. He didn't hang himself. He was uh, murdered. Santos was a 2020 congressional candidate at the time and he claimed, and that's how the story came up, that he met Epstein in person and said this part of it. I met Epstein in a couple of private equity conferences. I've never dealt with him personally, but I've met him, met him, met him. I've seen him. Um, So once again, because the name was being thrown around a lot and then connecting himself to to that, and the story is that that's not true, but, you know, again... Does this take a congressperson down because of an exaggeration? That's an example of a story that makes you just raise your eyebrow, but it's nothing compared to the things that he's said. And despite repeated calls for his resignation, he's not resigning from Congress. And we know he fabricated his personal experience and resume. He lied about working on Wall Street, claiming to be Jewish, claiming to have grandparents who fled the Holocaust even, claiming to be a volleyball player in a championship Team. I mean, wow. The problem is he got away with all this nonsense just so easily. And on that podcast, of course, he stuck to his lie about working on Wall Street, saying he had been in financial services for 11 years. Wow. All right. Um I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. Let's move on to this one from Ralph. Kate, this is the first time I have sent you an email, but I just wanted to tell you that I really have started to enjoy your show. My sister-in-law listens to the show, and she told me about you and told me about your nail the score thing. And I was trying as much as I could, but I have these crazy hours. I'm sure you've heard this story before. So I could never, it's like I always missed nail the score. So I hope you bring it back again next year. And if you do a Super Bowl one, I promise I will call in. And I just wanted to say, I think in these championship games, I heard what you said earlier in the week. And I agree that it's going to be Philadelphia (laughs) representing the NFC and it's going to be Kansas city representing the AFC. And I hope we see two really good championship games here, here. Yeah. If we're going to spend some time in front of the tube and invest the amount of time you do when you watch football for goodness sake, we want it to be a good game, right? Not these crazy blasted blowouts And, yeah, that was my choice. My choice was those two teams. But, I mean, we're down to four. So, in some ways, flip a coin, because it's minuscule, the amount of what the oddsmakers are saying, the difference is between the two teams. So, knowing that, really, uh, these could go either way. I don't foresee, but it could happen. I don't foresee a blowout in, in any of this, you know, absolutely whatsoever. All right, we go on to... And thanks for bringing back the cheap movie review. I just want to say that I saw that Tom Hanks movie. I know it seems a little cheesy. You actually did a preview of it. And you know what? Otto and the premise of the movie is good because there are some funny scenes. Most of them you probably have seen in the... Um, in the takeaways from this, or the trailers, I think you call them. But it is it is funny and heartwarming, and with all the nonsense that's going on and the drama outside of the movie theaters, sometimes you just got to get away with it with a story that has a happy ending. <laughs> and I won't tell you, Kate, what that ending is. All right, very nice. Yes, it's a comedy. I was feeling it's Build as a comedy drama, but it is a comedy. Obviously, it's a remake, actually, of a Swedish movie, and um, I think anything Tom Hanks does is good. I mean, I I've, I haven't seen every single one of his movies, but I certainly have seen a lot of his movies. I mean, I like Sully, even, I liked um, Bridge of Spies, I, I liked The Post, Saving Private Ryan, Apollo 13, Captain Phillips, you know, I could go on and on, Angels and Demons, you, you name it, The Da Vinci Code, gosh, he's been in so... Even Forrest Gump, which in a way is fantastical and Kind of sappy, but he he was just good in it, right? And I love Charlie Wilson's War. I thought he was really really good in um, in in that movie. So there you go. All right, we have time for one more. This one is from Leo, who says, "Wow, uh, Donald Trump back on social media. You, you knew that was going to happen because." It didn't make any sense. It's only hurting the brand that has gotten weak by some of their own falterings. So reinstating his accounts is probably part, in part and measure to uh, try to give him that extra chance. And if they have to kick him off again, they probably do that. But um, for the brand... The whole censoring thing hasn't really done much. Well, they're saying that they're adding guardrails to deter repeat offenses in in the future, and they have been accused of censoring Trump and other conservative voices. So they reversed the bans. Meta did because they determined that the risk to public safety had receded since January of 2021, because this was after January 6th, if you remember. And then the the thought was the public should be able to hear what their politicians are saying, the good, the bad, and the ugly, yeah, so they can make informed choices at the ballot box. That's what Meta's president of global affairs said. Thanks for your emails. You can email me, kate at katedelaneyradio.com. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, The dog, yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter, at Kate S. Delaney. Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to KateDelaneyRadio.com.
5: The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ, based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G-them.com.
1: Man cave, silly. Of course, you're allowed in the man cave. Somebody actually asked me that. We have opened the virtual door. Anyone is welcome. We're going to talk about sports here. So, the NFL championship uh, and injuries play a part always in in the NFL or any. Uh, sport any of the big sports that we talk about on the show so the midweek injury report looks like this pat mahomes is saying listen i i feel great i feel fine uh don't don't worry about me i'm ready but uh all eyes are on the star quarterback this week because he suffered that high ankle sprain in the win over jacksonville on saturday good news for chief fans mahomes wasn't Full uh, participant mode in Wednesday's practice and looked really good according to those that were uh, there. He wasn't hampered in any way. So very, very, very good news. The 49ers look at running back Christian McCaffrey. He has a calf injury and uh, he's day to day that's how he's listed but is expected to play on uh, Sunday Debo Samuel who's incredible the wide receiver for the 49ers and cornerback Ambry Thomas limited participants in their practices with ankle injuries for the 49ers but uh, also expected to play as uh, as well so there are some nicks and bruises and things in between. I mean, the, the Eagles report was pretty short. They had a right tackle, Lane Johnson, who had limited practice. He has a groin injury. And then Avante Maddox, a corner, also limited practice with a, a toe problem, but uh, no big deal there. So that, uh, that report was rather short. Look, anyone who can play, anybody who can At this point, that's how they feel, right? They're going to (laughs) play. I'm playing. I'm not sitting in this game. And, you know, that's a big deal. And it's a big deal to those that are the receiving core when they feel like they don't get enough touches, enough catches, enough looks. Eagles receiver A.J. Brown, who is a, a... Incredible wide receiver for Philadelphia has been a big part of what their offense has been this year, leading them to the um, the place where they are, where they clear the board in the NFC, so to speak. And they got that by and then ended up where they are right. Right now. Brown said, look, they throw the ball to me 100 times. I won it 101 times. He said, me personally, I just feel like I can change the game at any moment. Getting the ball often keeps you going, keeps you in a rhythm. It definitely puts you in a zone. You're locked in. Of course, I want the ball. And the reason that he said that is because there was like five minutes and change left in the game where the Eagles were leading 31-7 against the Giants. And the TV cameras caught coach Nick Siriana talking to Brown on the bench indicating that Brown, who had three catches for 22 yards on six targets against New York, was frustrated over a lack of touches because of the reasons he said he wants the ball. But he's dealing with what some people say is kind of a little bit of an injury to the upper leg hip area, although he's not listed in any injury report and he's good to go for the championship game. It's his mentality that um, he doesn't want to be described as a diva, but he wants the ball. You know, I understand what he's saying about the rhythm thing, right? When, when there's changes that are made or when you're not getting a lot of those uh, touches, you could get out. You could, I think it would be fair to say that you could get out of uh, sync. Look, he was picked up from the Titans in April for a first and third round pick. And he finished fourth in the NFL with almost 1,500 yards receiving and tied for third with touchdowns, 11, during the regular season. So he helped the Eagles to 14 wins and the number one seed in in the NFC. And, of course, you want... I think, players who who want the ball. You want players who you know are good to go when you throw in their direction. All right, here's what I wonder. How does this happen? How do you accidentally, as a major college, how do you accidentally pay somebody $1 million dollars? Well, that's what happened with LSU. LSU accidentally overpaid Tigers football coach Brian Kelly by one million during the first year of a ten-year. You ready for his contract? In case you didn't know, oh, we almost need a drumroll. One hundred million dollar contract. Yes, it's true. They discovered they discovered the error and uh, they've moved to correct it, but in supplemental payments because of duplicate payments that were made to his LLC and the coach, that's what it turned out to be. I mean, did they, do they not check? Oh, it seems like there's some extra zeros here. I, I guess I'm, I guess I have money I can spend. There is that Maserati I was looking at. Okay. Next month. Oh, it seems like I'm getting extra again. So what's going on? And you know what? He did exceed expectations, so that's the good news. <laughs> in Baton Rouge winning the SEC West Division and finishing ten and four. They stomped on Purdue in the Citrus Bowl sixty three to seven. That's a good thing. Right? Because that contract is a whopper. I guess it'd be pretty easy if you think about it for them to figure it out and reel it back in. And that's what they're saying. Oh, no big deal. We're, we're, we're getting it back. But overpayment of over a million dollars. Oh, who, who fell asleep when they were putting those checks together? Well, it's just direct deposit. You know, what do you want? I don't understand. Uh, going to be tough road for Tommy Paul. Do you know who Tommy Paul is? I'm going to tell you who he is, because I think you need to know who he is. He's just the fourth American man to make a Grand Slam semifinal since 2017. That's what you call a deep run in the 2023 Australian Open as an unseeded player. Not seeded, not on anyone's radar to go this deep. He defeated fellow American Ben Shelton in four sets in the quarters to become that fourth American man, like I said, to get into this position. And he's taken care of two seeded opponents in Australia, but now, boy, oh boy, he's headed to the semifinals, and that's exciting news, but it's going to be really, really tough uh, because he's currently ranked 35 in the world, And he is going up against Novak Djokovic, who is the winner of 21 Grand Slam singles titles and is very, 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 very tough to play. But who cares? He's gotten this far. And who says that if he doesn't believe it and if he doesn't have the match of his life, which he could, that he doesn't beat Djokovic. Very tough. But it's not impossible. Anything can happen. I think it's been really fun to watch the Americans. I've seen a little bit of it. It's crazy time. So when I get off the air, I'll watch just a, I'll just watch a little bit of that uh, tennis. And I watched him play the, uh, the other American, Ben Shelton. And he's really seeing the ball well and crushing it. And uh, good for him to get that far. That's exciting. And it's good for men's tennis. And a lot of A lot of people play tennis. tennis is kind of on an upswing, I think a little bit right now and and so the good news uh, there is more people will be paying attention if there's some i think in the United States if there 's some exciting americans to to root for let's let 's put it that way. Exciting is what I would call the Nets and the 76ers. Both are sporting winning records and it was a tight game. Joel Embiid, who is the superstar for the 76ers, put up 26 points in a win in front of the home crowd in the city of brotherly love over New Jersey, 137 to 130. Certainly, it wasn't the highest-scoring NBA athlete of the evening in a set of games, but uh, it was a very big win for Embiid and the 76ers. Let's put it that way. The music means it's time to close the virtual door to the man cave and look ahead to next week when we will be talking about the flag football game, <laughs> the pro, the pro football game, the Pro Bowl in the NFL, which now is a flag football game, which is really hard to wrap my mind around it, but it's probably a good thing for the athletes. Thanks for listening to this hour of the show. A tip of the cap to Nate for his fine, fine work on the technicals always.
3: Hey, guys, why settle for poor quality Powdy Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Powdy Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tehebo Tea Club's original pure Powdy Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com
1: ever feel completely down on your luck whether it's your career or just your life do you look at other people and wonder why them not me i'm kate delaney i did it i admit it i've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars i've been interviewed over the years like sir richard branson or the late great john madden and i want to share them wanna laugh, wanna learn, want to laugh want to learn what more out of life then pick up a copy of my book Deal your own destiny increase your odds win big and become extraordinary get it on amazon today